Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm your host, Meryl Arnett, and my passion is making meditation accessible and enjoyable. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a guided meditation. If you would like to access these meditation practices as standalone audio files for your daily practice, please subscribe to my newsletter at merylarnett.com. It's free and you'll receive a new mini meditation each week, along with behind the scenes content and bonus material for each podcast episode. All right, let's grab a cup of tea, a comfy seat, and settle in for today's practice. My name is Meryl Arnett, and I am a meditation teacher and trainer. I have been leading meditation teacher trainings since 2017, and I'm delighted to share a little bit about this training with you today. So this training is built upon what I named the Awakened Heart Sutra. This sutra, or weaving, brings together threads of truth. These truths are the foundational teachings that I've recognized through the varied teachings of Vipassana, Shamatha, Tantra, and mindfulness meditation lineages. As we highlight, explore, and examine the various ways these threads of wisdom are offered, we're able to use a little bit of our lived experience and our own inner wisdom to find the authentic and original words needed to guide our own meditations. This training is for those that are already holding space in some way, a teacher of some kind, a counselor, a therapist, a group facilitator, or a group member. You already have a dedicated meditation practice for at least six months, if not more. You're interested in community wellness. You're interested in creative expression and personal growth. And you intend to share meditation practice with others in some way, shape, or form. This training addresses the fundamentals of teaching meditation, the development of the teacher, and the business of offering meditation classes in group, in private, and in corporate settings. It's an opportunity to learn how to effectively and skillfully create and guide authentic meditation experiences for the groups that you're already leading or that you want to lead. Over the course of six live modules, none of this is pre-recorded, and two additional office hours, you can expect to learn the fundamentals of teaching a meditation, the ethics of mindfulness, trauma-informed principles and care, the common types of meditation and how they differ, three types of awareness and how to meet your students where they are, how to offer classes in a variety of settings, whether they're one-on-one or group classes, whether they're therapeutically based, corporate or online. We'll talk about how to plan classes and how to handle current events and highly charged moments. You know, A long time ago, I stated a goal out loud, and that goal was to teach as many people how to meditate as humanly possible. This teacher training is one of the ways that I am achieving that goal. 
by teaching you how to create and share original and inspiring meditations. It helps me to spread the practice and the gifts of meditation as far as possible. By the conclusion of this course, you will have had an opportunity to tease apart these foundational threads of a meditation yourself. You'll look at them according from various perspectives, all contextualized within this Awakened Heart Sutra. You will explore, create, and share your own original meditation practices. You're not using scripts. You're not memorizing words. This is coming from you. And you'll have the opportunity to design an individualized class plan for your future pursuits and how you might share meditation. Every student receives an individual mini 15-minute Zoom call at the end of the training to receive final feedback, to ask questions, and to plan your next steps. I hope you'll take a minute to poke around the website. I've shared a lot of details about the training, and I'm happy to answer any questions over email. I really hope to see you in this next training. You know, I have trained more than 100 meditation teachers over the course of the last several years. And each one has taught me how to teach, what's most helpful, what's missing from other trainings. And over the next few podcast episodes, I'm going to share a few conversations with training graduates. You'll get to hear about their experiences and training, as well as the really unique ways that they are using that knowledge today. Up first is a conversation with Johanna Olivius. I recently had the pleasure of being interviewed for her podcast, The Vibrational Shift. And over the course of that conversation, she shared some of her personal feedback from her time in the Awakened Heart Meditation Teacher Training. Johanna teaches yoga, Reiki. She does sound experiences. She leads retreats. So she's really sort of immersed in the yogic world and she's bringing meditation into those offerings. Let's listen to a bit of Johanna's experience and training. Johanna, thank you so much for taking some time to chat today. So I just mentioned, you know, I got to be on your podcast recently And as we were starting recording, you were so sweet to share some of your experience in my teacher training last year. And I thought it might be helpful for listeners to hear a little bit about what you took away from the training, you know, your favorite parts, how you're using it today. I'd love for you to share a little bit if you don't mind. Absolutely. Um, So when I did the meditation teacher training, I had done 200 hour and a 300 hour yoga teacher training, and we never really I didn't feel like I had the infrastructure, like a true foundation for how to lead meditation in a group. And so when I came across your training, I was interested and it jumped out at me. It's like, wow, this is going to hit on all of the points that I feel like I would love to have that foundation. And prior to the pandemic, so I did, was that 2021 or 2022 that I I, did it with you? I think it was, I think it was 20. 21. I think that's why you remember, but I think it was 21. So two years ago when I did it with you prior to the pandemic, I shared with you that I had been teaching a lot of movement, like yoga flow classes, and I wasn't teaching a lot of meditation at the time. I had my own 
sound healing practice that I was guiding and leading, but I wasn't as confident in the meditation aspect of it. And so when I saw the training, I was like, this is, this is it. This is for me. And I knew from the first night of the class, I think I'm looking up to see if I have the book. Yes. The secret of the yoga sutra books. Mm -hmm. I, I missed the prompt of where it was only supposed to read certain parts of it, but I started reading it from the beginning and was like, wow, this book is fascinating. Like the, there was an intro paragraph from the author and it just got me thinking about the sutras because I did cover the sutras in my initial training, but the specific passages that you had us focus on for the training kind of put me in a different place. I think it, it primed me to be in a different place for the, the teacher training course and I was hesitant. I'm not going to lie. I was hesitant about taking an online teacher training course. I had not done any during the pandemic. I was pregnant during the pandemic and then had my baby and then did my teacher training course with you. And I think all of that hesitation went away in the first night when I got to see and meet everyone else on the Zoom. And then we did our own. We got to jump right in and lead our own little mini meditations with a partner. And I still stay in touch actually with that partner that you had. me. Oh, I love yeah, that. That you had me connected with. We became friends on Instagram and I really appreciated it because she and I were in very similar situations in terms of having a young one. We had both birthed during the pandemic and our babies were pretty, mm. pretty young. And I had that ine- immediate connection. And it was also a reminder because she was reflecting back to me what I could sometimes allow to get in the way of my meditation practice, which was like, I has to be in a room where it's closed and no one can interrupt or, or there can't be any interruptions. And I remember being nervous because I have two children. So I'm a mom of two. I had, my daughters now are eight and two, but at the time they were obviously younger and it was in the evenings. And I remember thinking like, where, my house is small. Like, where am I going to go where they're not going to interrupt me or be all over me? (laughs) And I'll never forget that first mini meditation that we were guiding for our partners. I went into my closet, literally, (laughs) and closed the door and they found me nonetheless. And my partner was just gave me so much grace. And she also had her young one who was also climbing around. And I watched how she stayed in the moment and held that space for me as she guided me. And I, I remember I had something that clicked in me that was like, oh, this is, this course is going to be perfect. Like it, mm-hmm. it allows me to, to meet my meditation practice exactly where I'm at in, in life. And that's exactly what happened that first night. So when I think about the overall impact, it was so much more than I ever anticipated. I knew I wanted to come out being a feeling, having a sense of confidence in leading groups and I got that and so much more, you know, I had always been inconsistent with my practice, but since doing the teacher training, I guess a while ago now at this point, I do have a really regular meditation practice that has really served me in my life in a way that I didn't anticipate. I also, I joked with you on the episode that we were just recording my journaling was not very consistent for the last 10 plus years, so much so that I had one journal book that kind of encapsulated the last 10 years of my life Mm -hmm. where I would have these huge gaps. (laughs) I stopped that book and I started a new one after our, uh, after I did the meditation teacher training and I look at it now and I've journaled consistently. It's just as consistent as my meditation practices. And I really do credit that to 
the teacher training course that gave me the foundation that, that I was like craving and that I needed. And it's been something that I use on a consistent basis personally, but then also when I am leading groups. So I host retreats, women's retreats, and I have done, I have two coming up and meditation is at the foundation of everything that goes on in those retreats. It's really been a container for me of how I approach the different aspects and elements of what I'm moving, going to be moving through, you know, whether it be over the course of a week or a weekend. So for anyone that is contemplating whether or not this is, this is it, I would definitely recommend it 1000%. And I don't know. Will you do a level three and level four ever? Cause I'll jump right back in there. I, I am creating another level. Actually. I don't know that I'm going to call it level three. That's a great question, uh, but I am creating another level. And I actually, this is like way too early to say this in a place that I'm going to release it, but I will just to hold myself accountable. I think I'm going to create some little mini weekend modules that are specific to like, I want to teach retreats. I, I teach a ton of corporate clients. So like, how do I teach corporate clients? How do I teach a woman's group or a book club group? Um, so I think I'm going to do a couple different offerings later on. So you will be invited. Thank you for I those words. You just warmed my heart. And, you know, my personal stated goal is I want to teach meditation to as many people as possible. And I really realize that what that means is I have to train people to teach so that you can teach as many people as possible. And that's how that spreads. And I'm so happy that you are out there teaching. I want to name that we didn't know each other before the training. You were not one of my regular students. And that it seems to be the case in my trainings is I'll have a handful of people that I know from one of my live classes. And most of the students in training are new to me. And that's such a gift. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, it's a gift to land in a place where you're not necessarily sure how it's going to turn out. And when you have the, that moment of like, no, this is the right one. It's in pure alignment with what I was hoping for. So I, like I said before, I was nervous and it turned out to be a great investment. And like you said, you want to teach you, uh, meditation to as many people as possible. I think since taking your training, even just last year alone in 2022, most of my offerings were either meditation and sound healing or some form of meditation wrapped up into the different mm. um, ceremony stuff that I do related to either cacao or women's circles or full moon, new moon stuff. So hundreds of mm. people have been able to benefit over the last year from the training that I took with you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your experience with listeners. Listeners, if you have questions, if you have comments or thoughts, or you also have sort of hesitations about training, feel free to reach out to me. I'll be happy to chat about it. And Johanna, tell us quickly where we can find more about you and your podcast. I just got to be a guest on your beautiful podcast. Um, so where can listeners find a little bit about more and about, of what you're doing out in the world? Yeah. So you can find me at lunaserenity.com on Instagram and Facebook, although I don't go on Facebook that often, I'll be completely mm. transparent, but Luna Serenity Yoga on both of those platforms. And then for podcasts, you can find it on Spotify and Apple podcasts. It's called The Vibrational Shift. Um, as Meryl said, we just recorded an episode together. I um, have season one 
and season two is actually season one is all me, but season two, I am bringing in practitioners from across the country um, that I've met along the way, most of which I found online, which during the pandemic, I, I made a whole gaggle of friends all <laughs> the internet when I couldn't leave my house. Um, but I, I really wanted to share the different practices that have been a part of my life um, or people that have touched a part of my life with other listeners. So season two will be coming out in the summer and we'll have all different kinds of practitioners leading their own little mini practices as we talk about vibrational shifts in their own lives. And listeners, you get to hear the story of how I left my corporate job and went full-time into yoga and meditation. So it was a really fun conversation. You'll have to look for it. Um, Johanna, again, thank you so much. Thank you. I am so grateful to Johanna for sharing some of her experience in meditation teacher training. You can find out more about Johanna and her teachings via her website, lunaserenity.com. And you can learn more about teacher training by visiting my website, merylarnett.com. All of this is linked in today's show notes. And I look forward to sharing a few more of these conversations with other training graduates coming up soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving me a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps others to find the show. And let's face it, we could definitely use more meditators out there. The Mindful Minute is recorded on Muskogee land and is produced with the support of Michael Sayhouse and Brianna Nielsen. To join my live classes, ask questions, or learn more about my teacher trainings, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.